0: Welcome into Smooth Operators with your hosts, Noah, Griggs,
1: and Ben, going through the world of Formula One. If you want to interact with the show today, you can tweet at us at Noah underscore Phillips at Junior underscore McClurkin and at The Griggs B. It's time for the green flag and it's lights out and away we go.
2: Well folks, I'll be completely honest with you, I can't really tell when our intro starts and begins, so I really hope I got it right, but welcome into episode 7 of Smooth Operators Summer Shenanigans. I'm joined by Griggs Blankenberg, Ben McClarkin will be joining us in just a little bit, he's driving back from Arkansas, and newcomer to the show, Paige Benning, how are you two feeling today?
3: I'm great, I'm never better, how are you?
0: Doing good, doing good, glad to be back. Another not, another, we didn't have a race today, but we got one preview at the end of the show, so excited to talk about that.
2: I'm excited too, and I believe according to our Twitter, the first thing we we'll are be talking about is Sergio Perez.
0: Yeah, so Sergio Perez, the last couple of races, we went from Noah talking about him a couple of weeks ago to being a potential title contending partner for Max Verstappen to battle against to now... Not really being that competitive in one of the more dominating cars we've seen Max Verstappen drive in Formula One history. So the last race, I believe he got in. Um, last race in Canada, let me just pull up the, the rankings real quick. What happened? He finished in my iPad is not loading. Um, he finished in six, Yes, in the last race he did get the fastest lap. However, and then back in Spain, I believe he finished in where did it go? Yes, he finished in fourth, and then a couple other races back. He just hasn't been performing to the way he had been. Uh, yeah, Monaco, he finished in sixteenth. Um, so, not to the standard of what Red Bull had when he was winning every street circuit. He won Saudi Arabia, he won Baku. So now the question is really mm-hmm. like really highlighted on him because he doesn't have too much longer on his contract.
3: Yeah, I, I will also say. He he's a good second driver, but he is not as consistent as we would like him to be. Also, I would discount Monaco completely if we're judging him based off his past finishes, because at the end of the day, Monaco comes down to qualifying, and that is it.
1: Mm-hmm. It has
3: nothing really to do with um, the technicalities within the race, especially because weren't they basically using him as a test dummy with tires?
0: I think that was what it was near the end i think that's what it was going on when he was like just running in 16th really nothing to lose so just kind of the test dummy for max because max had built that gap where he could eventually come in and just pit for new tires but yeah but no like what do you think like that because like again his contract's coming up soon there's some talented people in the f on the red Bull academy like liam lawson's a name that comes up a lot what do you think about that especially with like again we discount. We talk about this the same way with Aston Martin. We see Fernando Alonso driving really well, and then Lance Stroll struggling a lot. We're kind of, yes, Checo has the race wins, but we're giving him a little bit more credit because like he's already won a few races here. But what do you think about that aspect of his driving right now?
2: Well, one thing about Sergio is he's always been the uh, street circuit king, as you alluded to earlier. And finishing sixth at Canada, which is a... You can call it, I'd call it a street circuit, right? Because it is technically on public roads and it is tight like a street circuit. And finishing sixth is not the best look for him and finishing almost a full minute behind Verstappen. I mean, Alonso was only 10 seconds this week. You think he could be a little bit closer, especially with my two boys finishing 18 and 21 seconds apart from the leader. Um, and with Sergio Perez, I don't know how much he's going to demand in the offseason money-wise, but if you're Red Bull, who just got their engineers poached for that Aston Martin team that you brought up, Red Bull may be looking to save a little bit of money. And they may have to if they want to keep some of these engineers on board because at the end of the day, Verstappen is going to win these races as long as you give him a car. He doesn't need a great second driver as much as I would say he needs the car. So, if I'm Sergio, I need to start proving my worth and trying to get uh, the money that I'm worth in the off season by performing this season. Where he's most comfortable with that in the past has been these street circuits. But with the sixth, I'm not too sure of what's going to happen coming forward
3: in this season. If I may. Um, obviously, silly season. That's one of us – You know, I go to school for communications. Like, I love the contracts. I love all of that. I think with Checo, he's been in it so long. He doesn't, I don't think he really has any, I don't want to, okay, that's, that's mean. I don't want to say that. He definitely does have, you know, standings behind him to show like, oh, I deserve more money. But at the end of the day, Red Bull has never had a problem cutting and replacing drivers Ever. And Liam Lawson, yes, he's in Super Formula now. He has not finished outside the top five. There have been one, two, three, five races. He's come in first, twice, fourth, once, and fifth, twice. He has experience in Max's car. He's going to be a lot cheaper than Checo. Um, I absolutely have no problem with pulling him up in there. I think it's just the most logical idea. He's already the reserve driver. But we can talk about
0: that when we talk about Daniel Ricard. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my thing also with Checo is you have to look back to last season too. I mean, before Monaco, there was really some concern about what they're going to do with Checo because he had not – I can't remember quite – I don't think he'd won up that season yet up until Monaco, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But, yeah, so like right after it happened, it kind of like – I think they were in the contract negotiations in Monaco, but to think about like – how much more leeway that gave him once Mo- he won Monaco. Because then, yeah, he was playing just teammates for Stappen a lot of the time, but even though he won, I think, one more race, I'm pretty sure. I think. I can't remember for the life of me. But, yeah, I mean, what sh- what Paige is saying, I mean, you can get Liam for a lot cheaper and a lot less than that. I mean, honest, uh, Checo's not done after the season if Red Bull decides not to up his contract or anything like that. Like, he'll find somewhere else to go. I just... <laughs> I don't know, they might be looking for some new blood. Because, like Paige just said, Red Bull's got no problem switching out drivers quickly. I mean, for the love of God, they switched out um, Pierre Gasly for Alex Albon in, like, not even, I think, halfway through the season. So, not a really big problem for them. But, yeah, I think Liam's a good idea. I mean, I don't think Lewis is going to come to Red Bull after the season. His contract ends for Mercedes. That'd be quite funny to see Max and Lewis as teammates. But, yeah, I think... <laughs> I think Rebels might be keeping it in house, whether it be their academy or deciding to give Checo probably another year on the contract. I just can't see them going out and like going to. I don't. Lando Norris has too much longer on his contract, even though I will think he will go to one of those top three teams eventually. But
3: well, and it comes a lot down to pressure. Um, if you remember Valtteri Bottas. He talked about it a lot when he finally left Mercedes for uh, Alfa Romero or Alfa Romeo. Oh my God, I'm losing my mind. Um, He was just signing one year contract after one year contract after one year contract. The pressure was consistently on him to perform or outperform Lewis. And the pressure right now is not necessarily that on Checo because Max is leading the championship. So much. And everyone pretty much has decided Max is winning the championship. It's really who's coming in second and who's coming in third. Um, So I would like to see Red Bull put more pressure on him. Um, because I know that he can drive a lot better than he is now. Um, But I do see Checo leaving. Going where? Not sure yet. But
2: I do see him leading and then pulling
0: Liam Lawson in. One thing I'm trying I'm, to think of what Oh, go
2: ahead, Noah. I was about to say the name Liam Lawson, if you put a watch on a man named Liam Lawson, I think he would sell me on a Rolex or anything, any kind of watch you want to put on him. That is a great name for merchandising.
3: Liam Lawson
2: that's almost like a wrestler. His
3: uh, um his logo is the two L's, so it makes
0: kind of like a rectangle. I was sir- thinking about his logo, would be like that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what Ben would say in regards to Cheka because, yeah, we talked about earlier this season, like he was two, three points back of. I know he was, I think the closest they were, were seven points back, I think, of the championship. So we were talking about, like, Cheka was like, oh, this could be a championship bow. I mean, I'm repeating myself from what we I said earlier, but still, it's the thing that, like, how quickly this can change in this sport where it's just before they got to Miami, it's like, oh, this could be anyone's race. Oh, what's going to happen? And then now we're round tens this weekend. We're, like, less than nine, ten weeks away. We're just like, yeah, I think he could lead Red Bull just because of the fact that, like, yeah, he's currently in the standings. He is still second. He is nine points ahead of Fernando Alonso. But still, I the fact that Red Bull's just gotten to that point where they're just like, even though you are in second, you're never safe because, like, they're like, if we gave this car to anyone else on the grid, they're still putting in that same result. What do you bring to the table that really just makes you that much better? Because they're seeing Max do it. And they'll get a good drive on that car. Max is the closest margin he's had in the past couple weeks has been 10 seconds in Canada. So
3: Max laughed during the race in Canada. He's like, oh, nearly took myself out.
0: We didn't even but talk he- about this on the show last weekend, Noah. With right. the brakes, he had a bird in his brake duct, and he still won by 10 seconds. We didn't even mention that on the show last
2: week. I mean I could win with a bird in my brake duck if I was driving a Red Bull like that. I mean let, let's be honest with ourselves. Plus he caught it like late in the race, didn't
0: he? He it. they talked about it pretty early cuz I think it was like he had a pretty like early communication like I can't remember it was like around like lap like 10 15. I think it was before I think George caused the safety car. I can't remember, but I'm still
3: it out. I need to know. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to think of what what do you think Ben would say in regard to this? Because I don't know if he's going to join before we're done with this segment. Noah. What do you think ben, he would say in regards to Checo?
2: Ben would say that Red Bull needs to cut Checo and get Pierre Gasly. That's exactly what Ben would say.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a familiar combo of teammates. I'm not
3: <laughs> That is a crazy hot take. He, he, ben
0: would, I am
2: very surprised Ben would say that. Honestly, but that's what he, you know. But yeah, maybe we'll here, get Ben to make sure he can confirm it. But
0: yes, all right. So we'll just switch topics to this to our next topic. So would you, this, oh, there's Ben. Hello. Hello. There, Speak there of the he devil. He is. There he, were he is. Were you all just
1: talking about me? Yeah, uh, we were. Yeah, we were.
0: We were just finished with the Perez segment. What are your thoughts on should Red Bull resign Checo for next year?
1: Um. Ooh, that's a tough one. I mean, he has been underperforming uh, quite a bit lately. He's been off the pace since his last race win in Saudi Arabia. Um, safe bet is yes, but do I want Daniel Ricciardo to replace him? Absolutely. I don't think it's likely, but I think it's possible. What do you think about Liam? We've been talking about him a lot. Oh, Liam Lawson. Yeah, his uh, his junior career has been impressive, i got to say. And he's over there in Super Formula right now, and he's doing pretty well. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad if Liam Lawson came to F1.
0: So what you're saying is you think they're just going to keep it in-house? Yeah, they'll keep it in the family.
3: I, um, I wish that I knew you guys earlier. Um, all For, like, the past year and a half, up until, like, a couple months ago, I was really, really good friends with a Red Bull Junior driver who's now in F2. Oh. And I got so I was getting early early access. Um, you know, who's moving up, who's moving out, when Marcus Armstrong was going to IndyCar, yeah. who was moving up in the junior series. But at the end of the day, they're they're pulling for I think they're still pulling for Liam, genuinely.
1: Mm. Mm. I think but again, so.
3: Helmet Marco just says stuff.
1: Yeah, so. he does say things. He's got are, that leeway. What are your thoughts on um, Felipe Drogovic getting a shot at Red Bull? Or at least Alpha uh, AlphaTauri, maybe.
3: I think that's a hot take. Is he still yeah. signed with Aston Martin?
1: Yeah, I think so.
3: Seeing him do so well, or seeing Aston Martin do so well, I doubt they'll pull it.
1: Mm. Mm. Red Bull
3: has so many drivers in maybe. their town that are maybe. so good.
1: Uh, they have looked outside the academy before, for example, Nick DeVries. he's I would not have pinned him for the for the seat, you know, and they kind of spontaneously signed him, so i don't I'm not going to put it past him.
3: That was a questionable choice. I agree. My personal opinion. I keeping agree.
1: it keeping it with Red Bull now,
0: let's talk about Daniel Ricardo. so he's been in the news recently today. He wants back on the grid in 2024, but kind of what Ben was saying with. He wants that fairy tale ending at Red Bull. Mm. I don't think that's going to happen, but I just want to get you guys' opinions on that. What Do you think Daniel Ricciardo will be in a Formula 1 car in 2024? And if so, where? But if not, where else do you think he'd go? I think I know where Noah's going to say.
2: I don't think he's going to be in a Formula car. I think he's going to be in a funny car racing uh, in the drag racing series somewhere across this great United States of America. And honestly, if he were to do that, I think he can make a ton of money, because drag racing's kind of been on the up and up. If you pay attention to the ratings and putting Daniel Ricciardo in there with that great personality, they could print some money. Obviously, I'm kidding about that. I think he'll be in a Formula One car, probably not with Red Bull, if unless he thinks himself uh, too high class to not race with Red Bull and go race for one of the lesser teams.
3: I think. I agree with you, Um, to a certain extent. Daniel Ricciardo would do phenomenally if he came to the US. I stand by IndyCar, Um, Mm -hmm. there's a lot, almost, I think it's over half of the IndyCar drivers are European or have raced in European circuits. Mm -hmm. Um, It's on a technical level, close to the same, arguably harder because they don't have power steering. Um, like a Formula One car. But there's also a misconception that a lot of people don't understand, and it's that Daniel Ricciardo is not the reserve driver. Say Max or Checo gets sick, they're not pulling Daniel. Mm -mm. He is simply there to do tire strategy and run the Sims. Mm -mm. That's why they have a reserve driver. Daniel Ricciardo is not listed as a reserve driver. He is just their third driver. Yeah.
0: So is he the best sim racer on in F1 of all time, maybe?
3: No. Max for <laughs> Yeah. Look at that bit. He's like if you put a nerd in an F1 car. Literally Grant Toro.
0: Yeah. huh, man, Ben. Ben. What do you
1: think? Ben, ben thinks that Danny Rick is, like I said, probably a Luke, likely, but um, you know, just because because of the Red Bull support behind Liam Lawson and the fact that he's doing real real well in Japan. Um, but career moves for Danny Rick would certainly be likely at IndyCar. Um, you know, even with McLaren, he could use his McLaren ties. There's two drivers kinda on their way out. Scott Dixon's got another few years in him, but um I think he's got a chance at IndyCar with them. And also they could use Red Bull's ties to um team Penske. I think he could have a shot there too.
0: Yeah. I want to bring this up from an article on F1.com from Lawrence Barreto. Uh some I quote from his article, um uh where'd it go? Oh boy. Uh, sources say a race seat at Alfatari next season is a genuine option for him, with both the Red Bull family and Ricardo open to the move. I don't know if I could see that happen just because we see Daniel Ricardo as one of the faces of Formula 1. That's why they keep him around so much. That's why they just had the grandstand last weekend with him doing like a mating cast that they did for football with Will Arnett because they know with that personality that Noah's talking about how he can drive people in. That's why I'm interested to see when it comes to driver survivors here because how much are they going to find a way to just use Daniel Ricciardo because he's not racing. And then, I don't know. I remember hearing reports last year he was open to the... Uh, people were considering him for the Haas seat, but he just didn't want to bring himself to that level so i don't know if you're going to want to take yourself to a level under Haas to go yeah. there. yes it's still the red bull family but i th- i'm trying to think 2024 i want to say he stays on the grid uh when he gets back on the grid i just can't pinpoint where i think he could go if especially not if if he if he's open to the move like the source said here okay i think he could do Avatari, even though who'd you get would you get rid of the kid you just brought in, would you do they just end at Nick's contract early? Cause right yeah. now it's looking like Yuki might. Yeah. Yuki might re he's probably going to resign. So yes, he's I, done you know.
1: really well. Yuki has done really well,
0: but You're if he doesn't do that, out. come on. Uh, but if he doesn't stay on the grid, i yeah, I'd like to see him in an in Indy car. I think that'd be a cool, interesting thing to see, especially with the way, like he's been one of the faces of drive to survive you could use that to your advantage, whatever team signs and like Ben said, Team Penske, all across America, you're getting kids, you're getting people to form uh, who are more into Formula One could find a way that could be your bridge to get them into IndyCar more. I think that could be a great move for them. Other than that yeah, I think that those are his really only two options, really Avatari or IndyCar. Mm. Is a
3: Williams seat open?
0: No. Lot Logan and I don't th- I think they're probably going to re-sign Albon probably if it comes they, down to it.
1: I think they are. I think the only question is is how um, how Logan does with the upgrades because obviously last race he looked terrible, but that's because he was still running the older spec car and Alex was on the, the new upgraded car. So that pace differential may have been due to the upgrades. If it's not and it's due to raw pace, I think we could see him out by next year, by the end of next season at the at the soonest. Um, that's just, that's my conservative estimate. But I think, I think the most likely spot in F1 for Danny Rick is probably Alpha Tower. but that just further solidifies a reputation as where F1 careers go to die. I mean, I, Pierre Gasly did something remarkable after getting um, sent back to um, Toro Rosso and then Alpha Tower but for the most part if you get sent back there you're not you're not coming back up and and i mean Gasly and Albon are the exceptions again i will reinforce that but like signs never moved up you know like there's a reason for that his career only was going to go so far at red bull and you can either stay in alpha tauri and your career will suffocate and kind of just sit there and be stagnant or you you transfer out of the red bull team because currently that those top two spots are gonna be held by somebody outside of Alpha Towery or by somebody within the Academy that's not at Alpha Towery. That's just the way it's looked so far. And we all know Max is gonna stay as the number one seat. There's not gonna be any replacement for him anytime
3: soon.
0: Color me shocked
3: No way. How long yeah. is the contract? I don't even remember.
0: They keep it so close to the vest, honestly. You just get to that point where it's just like I mean we look it up show we look up stuff for the show all the time with that the contracts and then like it'll be like the only way you know they're on their last year of a contract is if they're talking about it. Yeah. Because they don't I think who uh, I think and we knew LeClaire's and Lando's and then other ones that were close to the vest, we just didn't really get the details on. They keep it really close to what they're saying. But it is what it is. I think you, you just can't. Daniel Rick, Daniel Ricardo will be somewhere. We just don't know where yet, but we'll find out. No, I think any
3: closing thoughts? Using him for marketing purposes.
2: Uh, He's yeah. has
3: got a
1: pretty face, I got to say.
2: Uh, really? No, any closing thoughts? Did any of y'all watch the in the grandstand thing they did on ESPN? Was it two or, I or was the- it just plus?
0: I watched a few. Uh, I was two. I watched a few clips. I watched mainly the one where it was him and Josh Allen and then Marshawn Lynch. That was kind of funny.
2: I think, and uh, and then also, but will did Mm -hmm. did uh, Lynch say anything bad, like he normally does? I don't think so. The one interview that he was happy to be at.
0: I think it was interesting too because I, from the clips I watched, I didn't think Will Arnett was really big into Formula One. That's what I kind of got. I thought, I think they were just kind of looking for a celebrity like, okay, who can learn the quickest about this sport that we can put on there with a guy who knows a lot about it?
1: Yeah, but he hosts a podcast on it too.
2: Will Arnett does? He's yeah. Not as good as Smooth Operators, I'll tell you one thing.
1: No, no, we're, <laughs> we're top dogs.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, let's move on to the next, the main portion of this episode, which will be the Austri- Austria Grand Prix, more specifically at the Red Bull Ring. I'm not going to read out the uh, legal official name for this race. The I'll, I'll try it, actually. Formula 1 Rolex Grosser-Perez von Austrich 2023. So that probably means Rolex Grand Prix, Austrian Grand Prix. But, yes, it is the Red Bull Ring. It is um, 71 laps 10 turns, three DRS zones with a race distance of 306.452 kilometers, 4.318 kilometers a lap. And the lap record is currently held by Carlos Sainz back in 2020, 1 minute 5 seconds, 0.619. The Red Bull Ring. Thoughts?
1: Really good track. Uh, short lap, like almost a minute. Exactly. I'll be, I'll be right back. I have to get a
3: charger. I'm a fan of the short lap because, only because there is so much within that lap. The first half you have so much straight line speed and power that's so crucial, but then towards the end of the lap you're getting chicanes, you're getting, you know, high speed braking, stuff that is entertaining.
1: Those last and, three quarters, oh. No, go ahead, please. Those last three corners are so exciting to watch. You go, you go, sixth gear to fifth gear to third gear, and then flat. And yeah, continue. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> you now I know you got some choice words for it.
1: I love it. It's one of my favorite
2: tracks. Uh, I'll be Noah.
1: No, I
0: was about to say you're thinking about something.
2: I am thinking about something. I'll be completely honest with everyone until Griggs uh, sent me. The uh, stuff to make the uh, graphic this week, I thought we were going to Hungary. And I was so excited to go to Hungary. When I looked and I saw Austria, Austria I was like, "Man, I'm happy, but I wanted to go to Hungary this week. What made you think we were going to Hungary? I, I don't know. I have no idea what made me think we were going to Hungary this week. I, look, I have the schedule on my calendar app, and I just, like, thought we were going to Hungary. I thought I was going to make a uh, – graphic with a Hungar- Hungarian flag, but instead I got to do a Red Bull. Um, Which now, you love to do. No, you love Red Bull. I do love the Red Bull. It's right here on the YouTube graphic, my little Red Bull inside the arch that I had to use the uh, St. Louis arch to make the design off of. Um, one of the things about Austria that I'll actually say on it is up. it's up in the mountains and Red Bull used to win a lot of those races because of that. They had the great streamlined speed. We also heard, we also used to hear about that all the time down in Mexico. Uh, I believe that's one of the reasons it's called the Red Bull Ring, outside of the fact that Red Bull, I believe, started their business in in Austria. Mm -hmm. It is a track, the, the track can obviously be dominated by Red Bull, especially with the way they still build their engines and they still build their aerodynamics. That's ever so slightly helped by that higher altitude and thinner air that they can cut through.
0: Yeah, I, I think also... Oh, Ben, go. No, you got it. I was just saying, talking about going back to last year, I mean, how entertaining this was, because there were track limit violations after track limit violations after track limit violations. There were so many. Not even forget when um, Carlos Sainz's engine turned into a microwave at, near the end of that, but...
1: A microwave with a fork in it. That's yes.
0: cruel. That uh, is cruel. <laughs> But you have to think like the kind of what we were, uh, Paige was talking about earlier. Just the start of it, just the back end of it, having so many turns. But then from turn ten to basically turn three, it's really just like an L. You just got the two DRS zones really near there because the only time you're turning off that DRS zone is right at turn one. Then it's right back again if you're close. So, and then right after you're done with turn uh, three, right back again into turn four. So yeah, I'm a big fan of the shorter lap, especially since we have a sprint race this weekend. Once again, this is one of the sprint races at the Red Bull Ring. But
3: yeah, they know. Isn't it technically called a shootout now?
0: Uh, do they, oh, yeah, they changed all of them. Yeah, the sprint shootout. I mean, that's the qualifying for the sprint race now, and then there's the sprint yeah. race. So the qualifying which is on the 30th of June will be just for the race. Now, instead of what they used to do which was practice uh, practice qualifying sprint race they added that extra, which I remember talking about that. I didn't what did we what did I say about it? I said pract I like the idea of going one practice qualifying sprint race using just the same qualifying for the uh, the race and the sprint.
1: Hmm. I think that's no. what they're doing but they just threw another practice in there to make it a 3 day, right? And
0: they just wanted to, no they add the sprint shit out to make more money. It's more races to watch. That's right. That's right.
3: Yeah, so I'm looking at the new format now. It's going to go um Friday practice, then qualifying for the actual race. Saturday, the sprint shootout, and then the sprint race same day. Sunday is the full race.
0: Hmm. I, I, I remember them testing. Like I, it's an interesting because I liked. I just want the the shorter thing, like they like the practice, qualifying, sprint race so far. I know they want to get as much in as they can for like the revenue and that all that, but still, just there's got to be a better way to do two separate qualifying sessions.
1: Give them another practice if you have to. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not a huge fan. It doesn't count for anything. I like it because the car goes on the track more, but it's one of those things. It's like a sequel to a movie that was
2: not needing a sequel. This will be so, a prequel. No, this will be a prequel because it has before the actual race
0: be broke Ben's brain or he's lagging.
2: I think it might be both.
3: Yeah, no, I think just, that's just his brain, guys.
1: It's just like it's like imagine a movie that was really good and then they make another movie of the same series. Sorry I didn't phrase it exactly perfectly, but I think you get my point. It's like you're kinda you're kind of losing a bit of the purity of the racing aspect and it's more it's more show than racing, I guess is the best way to put it.
2: Now, Ben, I told you the last time we talked about this, and you were okay with it, I said they're going to keep doing this until they run it into the ground and they make it more entertainment than sport. And you said, there's no, it's okay. Do. You said, no, and I, it's okay.
1: I mean, it is what it is.
2: I, there's nothing I can do about it, and I and
1: I selfishly enjoy there being more racing, but for, for the benefit of the sport as a whole, it's not really a good thing, but... I'm entertained by it so yeah I can I can maintain my stance on that.
3: I think this is also a bias personal opinion um, just because some of the friends that I have, I think that there should be a much heavier emphasis on the junior category, specifically F2 because so many that was a car sorry. so many drivers mm-hmm. funnel up through those programs. Focus like show this F2 race. Because they do a sprint race on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then a reverse grid on Sunday. I'm almost positive, or maybe it's reverse grid. Whatever. But <laughs> get rid of the sprint in F1 and make that the big event. It's like throwing a party, but throwing a pre-party to your party.
1: Hmm. Mm. It's like
3: I don't. That's a personal choice.
1: It's like that well, way
3: you get more revenue.
1: I agree. It's like. Being entertained by college football and then NFL football, it's like you have have your Saturday excitement. That's a little bit less skillful and a little bit less high stakes. And then you have Sundays where these people are racing for their jobs. I think exactly and Friday,
3: Friday and F two is qualifying.
1: Yeah, and it's entertaining. Um, Those guys. It gives you
3: more people to market. I genuinely think that that would be the best idea. I also hate the sprint races, personally. Um, they just make me angry. So, that's my bias choice. <laughs>
1: that's funny. I think well, it's... You it have watch Max Verstappen lead versus 52 or whatever.
3: <laughs> and F2's so entertaining. Yeah. There's always something going on. There's always an issue.
1: There's a lot of shenanigans.
3: And there's so many... I think they run like 30... Not 30... But they run over 20 cars.
1: Yeah, it's like 28 cars right now. Yeah. It's ridiculous.
3: They don't have to set up anything new. Mm. At all. It's right there. Just capitalize on it. That's, That's a fair. hot
0: take. That's, I, I think you gotta I find a me. way to like, get it on like the ESPN channels. Like, At least make it so I don't have to get a separate subscription for like F1 TV to watch the F2. I think that could be a big step for them. Just make it available to as many people as possible, not behind a paywall. I think that could be a key. But they just probably want to make more money. That's probably why one of the reasons they still sell F1 TV in different countries. So
3: oh, I definitely surprised. do have an F1 TV subscription, I can't lie.
0: How is right? it? <laughs> I use my uh, roommates from last year's for some like, reason. I, I
3: think it's higher, But I also share it with my two siblings. Um, and I use it because... I also use MultiViewer, so you know I got the whole I got the whole setup going. I'm watching the Um, I'm also a fan because you can access. Like, I have friends that drive an F2. I can watch that easily. They used to drive an F3. I could watch F3 easily. I can go back. Um, also, when you go to watch it. If I'm starting, say, like, I'm out running an errand in the morning before the race, and I come back, you know, 15 laps in, it lets you start from the beginning if you want. Or start live. I don't know. Obviously, this is my own personal Mm -hmm. choice. And, you know, I was desperate last year. I was in Europe for the summer. So there's no ESPN in Europe. And I did not have Sky Sports.
0: Mm. You know, a SkyGlass or a Sky Q customer?
3: Maybe. I'm moving to London in the fall. So, oh. we'll see. That's Maybe fine. I will be.
2: I'm very surprised ESPN Plus, or ESPN hasn't argued for F2 and all that to go on Plus. It is. Because I feel like you can just... Oh, <F2> oh, it is? Oh, it is? Okay.
3: Okay. Because I used to pay for ESPN Plus. Yeah. yeah and okay. then without thinking moved and also didn't think, oh, maybe I should just use a VPN. I was like, nah, let's just throw all my money into F one T V. Which you know, questionable choice. Am I going to pay for the resubs- or like the renewal? That's in four days? Yes. I I will.
2: Wouldn't it have been so, Euros then? Since you were in Europe would have been Euros.
3: <laughs> no. It's, um, well, maybe at the time it was. But now that I'm back in the U.S., it just charges, I think it's like $80 for a whole year, which.
2: It, Sky Sports converts uh, it at some point. They convert it to your yeah. Well,
3: I can't hate on Sky Sports. Comcast owns Sky Sports, so. I don't know. Comcast is also based in Philadelphia, and I'm in Philadelphia, so.
0: Fair uh, looking at the weather for Austria this week, um, Friday's going to be a lot of cloudy. I think it's going to rain early Saturday. So before all the racing happens. So it looks like it's just gonna be a pretty, just like meh kind of weekend, really just not too, too much sun. If it decides to rain a lot Saturday morning, but should be just a normal track conditions really.
1: But talking Normally about Austria that is kind of subjective though. It's, it's prone to get rain. Fair enough. It, I could, sh- it could show up different. eventually. Yeah.
3: I would like yeah. rain for the sprint. I think that would make that. Because it's not super tight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think sprints, like, you put a sprint in Baku, I'm not watching that because it scares me. <laughs> because it's so tight and so dangerous. But give me a sprint in Zanport. Go for it. I'll watch it. Give them some rain. Mix it up. That means there's going to be rain for F2. Mix it up. I like to watch it. Mix it up. More fun, but just not the the real race. That stresses me out, too.
0: And with that, let's just go ahead and get into our predictions. We'll start since it's a little bit different. we got to do a sprint one as well. Let's just start with normal qualifying. Who does everyone think is going to start on pole? We'll start with Ben, then we'll go to Paige, then Noah, then myself. Ben, pole. Who's getting it this weekend?
1: Pole position goes to the man who races under the number one, Max Verstappen. By, like, even... A 10th. I'm going to give him a 10th.
3: I honestly. Oh, wait. So that means they're doing. What day of the week are they doing? Qualify? I literally haven't. Friday. 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 If it's dry, max. If it's wet, questionable. I want to say it would still be max, but Fernando within a 10th. That's a hot take.
1: Off strategy, it would have to be. It would have to be because of how he qual- how Max qualified in the wet at Canada was unstoppable. Yeah. I, I like that take. I like that. That's spicy.
2: All right, I mean, Noah. Yeah. I'm going to go after that... Max for stepping I think this is an M. But um, I think it's Max Verstappen by more than a tenth, probably by a lot more than a tenth. I mean, it's their home track. Uh, I know Max is not from there, but Red Bull's from there apparently. They need to further their dominance there. I mean, it would sell more cans of Red Bull if they did that. So I know they probably want to do that as well. And Max will deliver on um, on his side inside the uh, cockpit.
0: Um. Yeah, my Lewis take last week didn't look well. Even though I'm like, oh, they're getting better, and then he just decides to. this the rain. It was the rain. I'm convinced the rain happened. It was. It wasn't. No. I yeah, it was the rain. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go Max. Just Of course, it's got to be him. Just We saw him. I think he took pole here last year. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I know Charles won the race, but I think Max did take pole. I can't remember for the life of me. But probably Charles did take pole, I think. Now that I'm thinking about I it. but Given Charles',
1: Charles... The win ratio, it's probably Charles took pole and Max won.
0: No, Charles did win. Okay, I remember that. Okay. But I yeah, think I'm... Max
3: took pole because it was the first time in, I think, Two or three years that the winner had not been on pole because being on pole here is apparently more important than I thought it was.
0: Hmm. I kind of do remember that now you're saying that, but yeah, I think it's still Max. Like even though even if there is rain, I think like Red Bull would be pretty quick to get him out there as quick as possible, give him one lap, tell him to stay inside track limits, even though he doesn't listen to that all the time, and then just hope for the best. But yeah, Yeah, I got. We
3: all know it's going to be Max who are we thinking front row? That's the better Ooh. question. Because Max, like, come on. My mom's right. like, oh, who won? Who qualified? You know, who's on pole? Max.
0: Yeah, my dad just asked me. I doesn't watch everyone. He goes, did Max win again every Sunday? I'm like, yeah.
3: My parents have a vendetta against Max. I'm like, man, just let him live.
1: He, doesn't, he yeah. has enough people not liking him. Everybody likes Shumi, but he made, like, six years in a row boring. So I think we're okay.
3: Look at Lewis. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, Ben, uh, who's getting front row then? So, who's second? Uh, front row, P2. We mm. know you're a big Alex
1: Albon fan, Ben. I mean, honestly, they have a chance at that track. That car's floor is completely flat underneath. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, it's. I, I really do. I wanted to say when we get into predictions, I'll, I'll get more into that. But, um,. But P2, I think Fernando's going to live up to his promise of finishing on the podium for the rest of the races of this season. He's going to be P2, and he's going to hold it.
3: I I I made that claim. I stand by it. I'm also a Fernando Alonso fan, so I'm biased once more.
0: <laughs> we are the most biased podcast. I think Noah's just still not smiling yet because he knows this is a Red Bull ring. He's a Ferrari fan. <sighs>
3: Dude, how are you still fighting?
2: I'm not, really. Right. I I'm just,
3: you, you got to be a massacre.
2: No, see, the thing is, oh. um, I'm also a poker player, and the WSOP <laughs> is going on right now, so I'm just, like, ever so slightly watching that instead of paying attention to Ferrari. So, there's that. So. That's so valid. Who's P2, okay. Noah? P2 for uh, qualifying. Mm-hmm. Okay, the thing will turn back on. He's got the motion lights in the bullpen. There we go. Yeah, the motion lights are not working for some reason here in the lovely bullpen in the Bradley Basin studio inside the Milton Student Center. Um, P2, I mean, give me Lewis Hamilton. Mm. I think he could do something here. Alonzo may have a problem. Um,. I think Lewis is just with. gonna be hungry for
0: it. Yeah, I know. I've been trying to get the Lewis um prediction after him like he didn't win a race last year, but he could definitely get on pole again after their improvements. Um I'm gonna change it up a little bit. Give me yeah, give me George Russell. Keep it with Mercedes, but he, he likes I mean, to get your like
3: George he Russell le-
0: opinions. He likes to get he likes to get uh be crazy every once in a while with that, especially with him and Max having a little bit of a disagreement a little while ago back in Baku. So, yeah, give me George Russell. And my opinions on George Russell, I mean, kind of like what we said with uh, Checo, he's getting the job done, even though Lewis fans, well, Lewis fans don't really like many people who race right now. But, um, yeah, he's just an interesting person. He's just just so cut and dry though, which I think I find pretty funny sometimes. So. And I, think he's good, on board. I think he's a crazy racer Just the I, I, Imagine the amount of confidence you get Going from Williams to Mercedes like that That's just got to be a huge confidence booster Like okay I can do this I can do
2: anything they have He's their most recent the race winner too They had a screen on the car He's like whoa that's crazy They have a, they have a screen on the steering wheel Not like a wheel <laughs>
3: This one has buttons No way What does this do
0: What's this? A point? I've only gotten a couple of those before. This one has a you mean I can What? You mean if I can George... actually get out in front and win a race,
1: dude? If George gets P two in qualifying, that onboard is going to be wild. Brunkey.
3: Oh, he's going to say something so beyond British.
1: Oh, it's going to be terrible. And then, and then at the race start, watch out, Max. He's got he, George's build it built up himself a little reputation as a human torpedo so I I don't want to say that he's going to make something bad happen to Max Verstappen but I mean that's just I, wouldn't it, I wouldn't put it past him
3: you know that would be that would open the door for someone else to win and you know I, I love Max I don't want to put I don't want anyone to get hurt Throw him off in the gravel?
1: That's exactly yeah. where it would be in the gravel trap at turn one.
0: Hey, Carlos Sainz lived after what happened last year. He could hope for that.
1: Well,
3: <laughs> Max start, starts P14. He could be at the back and still win.
0: Yeah. Like, Fair point. There's really yeah, no hope. Fair point. The, 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 best races,
3: failure. The, best,
0: the best races this season have been when Max has been further back in the grid after qualifying. So, yeah. Just All clear. right. Let's go to a non uh, non finish. Uh, let's go to a non podium finishing prediction. So just any prediction outside the podium. Within we usually do what we do. Pages we do a kind of a normal prediction, which is right here, and then we do a crazy one, which never really happens, and then we do our normal podiums. Even though I've hit a few of the crazy ones this year, but all right, okay. Ben. Um,
1: points for Williams. Hmm. Um. I think, more specifically, points for Logan Sargent. I've been saying it, and he's come close, and then the race goes badly for him. But I think I think this race, they have the upgrades, they have the straight-line speed advantage over several of their competitors, including AlphaTauri, who is a very draggy car. So, all that to say, I think, I think we could see Logan Sargent get his first points. And I don't feel like that's that far-fetched.
3: Hmm. So this is not supposed to be the crazy take,
1: yeah, or just <laughs> the crazy
3: take.
1: Not.
0: <laughs> you're gonna have something wild. Then are you going like a another one, two from McLaren or something? <laughs> your crazy prediction or something?
3: I was gonna say Logan Sargent in the points was definitely gonna be my um crazier prediction. I can't lie, because that's it's such a
1: crazy. You gotta go out there for your crazy one.
3: All right, so I gotta come up with a new one. Um, I think. I personally want to say double McLaren, not, okay. I want to say McLaren four, five.
1: Yeah. Is this your crazy take? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Is this your crazy or your normal take?
3: I want actually, okay, wait, no, I'm adjusting this and this is going to be my normal take. I
0: was about to say.
3: This is going to be my normal take: okay. Lance Stroll four, Alex Albon six, Lando five, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's that crazy. That's oh, not right. you just
0: got to you just got to hope on Alex just yeah. continuing and, to and Logan get that Logan Sargent P ten
1: is not that wild, or is wild? Logan Sargent I... P ten is wild. Okay, but Alex Albon P five. Alex
3: finished seventh last race.
1: All right, and I mean, you
3: see the bottom of that car. Come on.
1: It's smooth. Uh, but it's smooth and it's fast because it's smooth in a straight line. And guess what? Most of the Red Bull ring is straight lines.
2: Noah? Uh I was just gonna say somebody's gonna yeah. wind up in the gravel trap at some point. My, so my that's my broken. that's my prediction. I don't know what you, you two are specific. doing over here. Y'all are y'all, Obviously, y'all are like, in
3: the gravel trap.
2: Y'all are splitting like, tens over here. I don't know what y'all are doing. Y'all are gambling. Uh, what am I gonna do?
0: Um, no, nah, my crazy prediction last week, which or two weeks ago, was crazy. Um, wait, do what, I what, say what? that? I, need uh, I said uh, double Alfa Romeo points. I don't. Think it was that's close. That crazy. It was close. No, it was last week though. But they were terrible. Um, do I say the forbidden name, guys, for who I think is gonna do well?
2: No, do it. don't do it. No. I gotta do it.
0: I'm gonna do it. Esteban Opcon, top six.
3: That's the forbidden name. I'm gonna need some more context. No,
0: okay. The context behind this is as I said last year when we first started the show. Every single time I mentioned Esteban Alcon, I think I'm like, oh, he's gonna have a good weekend. Oh, that he would do terrible. And then whenever I didn't mention him, he'd do really well. Oh, so, so you on his
3: downfall
0: control. this week. No, 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 no. No, I'm oh. gonna to try to reverse the curse now. This is what this is all about now. I wanna see if the curse is still going after last year. Yeah. So if he doesn't get points, I'll we'll figure something out. But yeah, I think, he's had I
1: think a strong he, string of results. I I'd like to see it.
0: This is that I'm testing him after he's had a few strong results after he got up I'm surprised I didn't say anything after Monaco. I'm like, oh, I should probably test him after he did that in Monaco. Um but yeah, I think he's going to finish. Yeah, top six for Esteban Alcon. All right. I'm I'm try- I'm interested to see what Ben and Paige have up- cooked up for
1: this one. Let's get the crazy take. All right, Ben. LeClaire spins in both practice sessions
3: <laughs> and qualifying.
1: That was just a Noah joke.
3: Okay, I was like, man.
2: We um, have no faith. That said he did We spend- have. He's I crazy. have Claire so much faith in
3: Charlotte Claire. Let's keep she it real. Recession
1: one weekend, <sighs> except the race, which he did pretty well in. It. But, um, but seriously, folks, um, my my wild prediction, I guess, has to be more wild than what I said earlier. So, okay, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Kevin Magnuson makes it to Q three. And then doesn't set a time. In Q3. They'll just take the time.
0: Mm. Okay. That's definitely interesting. I mean, especially after Holkenberg got a P2 last week, even though it was doesn't really count rain, but that and Logan Sarge, okay. That's an interesting one. All right, I'm, Paige. i am hoping for the minnows.
3: Guys, you're gonna have to I I still need to I need to cook this up a little more. Okay, I've been thinking to, about it the whole time. Okay. Now
0: we i we're going to, to outlandish. We can go to Noah then. Noah, yeah.
2: you have anything? You know what? You said the forbidden name. I'm going to oh, say no. the forbidden name. T Swift is going to be at this race. It's in it's in Austria. It's a wonderful part of the world. It's up in the mountains. It is a beautiful, beautiful place. They have a massive statue of a red bull for the Red Bull Ring. Taylor Swift has to be there this time. Their Alonzo rumors have stopped. You can't keep going to this one. I can. Livy, hang on. Livy Dunn is at uh, Nashville right now with Chase Elliott. All right, they posted it on NASCAR's Instagram. So Taylor Swift will have to make an appearance in Austria. She's not Isn't at the All-Star she, Series.
0: No, but well, Livy was. She was originally, but no, that's like right. like I'm pretty sure she's still on her Eras tour. Noah, so that one could be a little bit. Interesting. Yeah, she
3: can
0: she definitely take a, a break. break. She can take a break. Yeah,
2: Cincinnati was, don't go. She went to Cincinnati for the tour?
3: Man, There's no way Cincinnati
2: everywhere. is paying that much money to see Taylor Swift. Yes,
3: they are. They're everywhere. There were 30,000 people outside the Philadelphia Stadium. 70,000 inside, 30,000 outside. Is that
2: Cincinnati's not big enough, though. There's not like a like, a, that's not a big enough market for Taylor...
0: Imagine Taylor Swift's the reason the I-95 collapsed, because all those people were standing near it.
3: Man. No. Geographically, so incorrect. <laughs> but, like... Well,
0: I, don't don't even joke
3: about that. Although they, uh, they live-streamed it. They live-streamed them fixing it. 12 days, it was finished.
0: That was No, I remember hearing what. That was great. I just wanted to th- throw in that Philly thing, because I... Yeah, well, I know all the sta- I know all the stadiums are next to each other, but I was just t- I was hoping to swing and hopefully the I-95 be near the stadium because I saw the memes of the guys like, yeah, I woke up and people were texting me about the I-95 and that guy. That was funny. Yeah. Um Not far. Not I was was it how far like mileage wise you think I was? Oh from, god. From um... the lake from the I ninety five bridge. How do you think?
3: If it's within yeah. five
0: miles I'm counting that as a win, even though Probably couldn't hear her from five miles away. No. Maybe you could. I don't know.
3: No, you probably could.
0: All right, let me cook something up. Um I wanted to say the no, what did you Okay. Um That's not that crazy. I was gonna I've already said that one before stroll finishing above Alonzo. That's not that crazy. Um All right, let's get wild. Okay. Yuki Sonoda. I'm going him seventh. And I'm with Ben on this. I think Logan will also score this weekend. So give me Logan, top ten, Yuki, top seven.
3: Okay. All right.
0: That would probably be the highest point scoring total for Yuki this year, but... No, I was that going to say something about, I was going to say like a Ferrari like 2 3, but that's not possible. So. Yes,
2: it is. It's always possible. It's what not possible. A, what's possible for Ferrari is a 1 2. All right. Don't forget it. Yeah. Possible right. for McLaren to have a 1 2. That
3: Look, is- my man's got to get out of there, and I stand by that.
1: Yeah, he needs to go.
3: Uh, all right.
1: Move. You've had your extra
0: time. What you got?
3: Okay. Well, I'm going to continue the fact that Logan Sargent getting points is a hot take. I'll throw that in there, so I will agree with you. I want to say that by the end of the race, I have Checo DNF, both Haases out, and I want Valtteri Bottas to... Consistently stay top six. I actually don't think that's that crazy. Watch it I kind mean, of it.
0: the Haas part. I get that. I when I could see having the Checo one would be another like I could see that having the string of bad like just the fact that just me, me just seeing Valtteri Bottas in the Alpha may be consistent. I mean, we've seen him do it last year a little bit in qualifying and stuff like that, in some of the early races, but. I mean, that would be a welcome surprise. He's 15th right now, only scored five points this year. But.
3: Hey, he posted a picture with his bare butt on Instagram.
0: He does that like, And every then Lewis
3: posted a thirst trap. That means someone got fired. That's just how it works.
0: Uh, do, you <laughs> do you guys see the thing
3: on. Raising?
0: <laughs> you see the girl. Oh, wait, ben, did you see the girl on Twitter? Who's like those uh Lewis took a selfie with um Max and Fernando and she's like, I swear if Lewis, if you post this, I'm gonna like unfollow you. And he liked he her did. comment and posted it. Oh. I saw on Twitter, I'm like, oh, this no. is awesome.
3: That's no. awesome. Pierre Gasly needs to stay off of Twitter. And they just really got a PR train my man because he just says some outlandish things.
1: Liked by Pierre Gasly is an entire um tab so Reddit. It's a flag Not on the
3: fine. I'm talking about him going, like, what position am I starting in? Or his nickname that he decided all over. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. He's
3: all a right. hoot. He's a hoot. He, he's definitely something.
1: He's something. All right.
0: The grand finish of the show. Let's go with our podium, starting from P3 all the way to P1. Ben, as usual, start us off.
1: All right. Um, P3. Hmm, I'm simmering. Okay. P3, Lewis Hamilton. P2, Fernando Alonso. P1, Max Verstappen. I'm going for the twofer. I'm going to repeat my podium predictions from last week, and I'm going to be right just like last week. I know it. I feel you it. You had
0: to throw that in there, didn't you?
1: I did. I did. God. After okay. a crazy qualifying, I was like, there's no way it's going to end up this way. And then Fernando passed Lewis, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I could actually be right. It was great. That's
2: why Ben, had to, get, that's why ben had to get back from Arkansas on time for the show, just so he could tell the people that he was right.
0: He's like, no, you can't start the show at at six Eastern. We have to. You have to wait for me.
3: He has to hit. I told you so. And I respect that. I genuinely yes. do. Thank you. All right. Me three. I want to say George Russell. P three George Russell. P two Fernando Alonso. P one Max. I'm sticking with my Lance Stroll P4. I have faith in Lance Stroll.
1: I like it. That
3: that's a hot take.
1: I mean, we'll see. We'll see. The gap the gap between him and Fernando is very similar to the gap between Perez and Alonso. So if both of them figure it out, anything is possible.
3: Hey, Lance has his father's love behind him. Okay. How
0: I- much longer though is the question.
3: Oh. As long as he owns the team,
0: come on. That's 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 uh, uh, that's the number one driver at Aston Martin, Lance Stroll. We're talking about.
3: Yeah, come on, no <laughs> dog of my man like
1: that. I forgot about that, man, Lance. What a guy. I like Noah. him. Though. He's a decent driver.
3: I need you a know, Lance but, podium. That would you know.
0: Be- his real name isn't even Stroll. It's like Strollovich or something like that.
3: Yeah, that's sick.
0: That Stroll, is. Stroll I don't know why he shortened it though, brother. I don't know why he'd shorten it though. I Str- guess it just makes it easier to say, but I don't
2: know all right we got on track, okay. no First off, Stroll sells watches in America, brother. And two, all right. We had a three four we had a uh, four five after a great pit execution that I mockered in the moment. But Ferrari, P three, Charles Leclerc, P two, Fernando Alonso. And P1, Max Verstappen. It's Red Bull Ring for a reason. I think he wins. Uh, I think Charles Leclerc can get a P3. I think we're going to be two for two on pit stop strategies for uh, in a row for races. And Leclerc will get a podium in Austria.
3: Are you getting enough airflow down there?
2: I'm not. <laughs> I'm riding high on the ideals. Uh. You got to believe, as they would say in wrestling. Copium. Mm-hmm.
0: Cop- copium is real.
1: Um, <laughs> Air supply, buddy. Alright, here we go. Your you shoe the booth isn't hooked up to the tailpipe of a car. <laughs> uh,
0: I could say a South Park line right there, but I'm not going to because it would be bad. Um. Alright, let's go. Um. George Russell P3. Lewis Hamilton P4, P2, Max or happened P1. So we're going to get a 2-3 Mercedes, I think. Where, where are we? Where are we were you putting Fernando? I'm putting him fourth. Because I think... He made this, a problem, man. I mean, look, Lewis... If Lewis wants to stay in the race for top three, top top two, he's got to get past Fernando at some point. And I think he could try to do it. Get, close the gap here a little bit. Because, like... I don't know. I just wanted to say that to be different from everyone because I didn't want to put all the same drivers in one. But I do think that, especially with the way Lewis has been racing recently, he can do that. It's just a matter of—I mean, I said George Russell will finish second on in qualifying, so P three isn't too far out of the equation if he can hold that for. If they nail their pit I think George Russell going
3: in the traps.
0: I thought you had him in P. I thought you had him in P three.
3: I d- I definitely did. <laughs> but you like I
1: contradiction.
3: Um, How, like here's the thing there's no way you have George finishing above Fernando Alonso
0: I mean there's a lot of like they had to race 71 laps across the finish line Fernando could have a problem at some point and if I do not if you think they're going to be a 2-4 for Aston Martin that's kind of crazy honestly and All right, Lance has got to get it going
1: like a 2-3 for Mercedes with it's already, it's, with it's already happened this year
3: Max, not Max George is gonna put s- at least two people in the trap.
0: Fine, But if George Russell gets the penalty, this prediction is off because I don't.
1: No, we're still never <laughs> that prediction. We're still he on. Has- if he if he is problematic, which he will be, um, your prediction will be held against you. Well, in- good
0: thing he's starting P two in my mind because then he can't. The only person he can hit in front of him is Max, which he has. Yeah, that that is true. That is very true. And he also he could be able to catch up something. to him. Shoguan Yu, no, he does.
1: He will not be able to.
3: Exactly. Accident. He's going to cause a problem for everyone behind him.
1: Speaking of problematic drivers, um, why do you have Stroll in fourth? Like, if he's anywhere near anyone else, it's going to be a hazard.
3: I don't think Stroll is that bad. I think that there are worse.
1: Oh, for sure. Not much. Not much.
3: I think
0: he's okay like especially with the good car they have this year it's just he's, I don't know I
1: can't handle twice in the same race
0: I don't see him finishing above I think he'll finish top six or seven I just don't think four uh, especially with Aston Martin having to hit both pit stops but um okay. but yeah I mean
3: give him a gap it'll be fine I, just don't put other cars around him
0: Paige it's make ugh. me start to regret this Mercedes prediction but we'll see what happens we'll see but yeah thank you Uh, this has been a good show thank you so much Paige for coming on if I think you said you're going to be in London in the fall but we'd love to have you back on at some point because this is a lot of fun
3: yeah thank you guys for having me I appreciate it of course
0: but yeah that's going to do it for this episode of Smooth Operators. if you missed any of today's episode you can check it out on your favorite podcast platform tomorrow but until next week, for Ben McClurkin, Noah Phillips, Paige Benning, I'm Griggs Blankenberg. This has been Smooth Operators on Weagle 91.1 FM. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to, to follow our Twitter at Podcast if you feel so inclined. But until next time, have a great week, everyone, and War Eagle.